Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! It got really popular on TikTok, actually, this particular brand. Did it? What brand is it? Because it's coldest, not Yeti. It's the coldest water. That's literally the name of the brand. Oh, is um, it the coldest water? Have I mean, you tested it with other water bottles? It does keep my water, like, if I put ice cold water in there, it mm. will keep it cold for... That's good. I don't, I mean, a full day. That's good. <laughs> you know, like hand, I mean, I don't usually put ice in my water anyway, but mm. generally. No, I love it. It's a great water bottle. It's, and it doesn't sweat. It does I not love sweat. that. It doesn't sweat. It's durable as fuck. I mean, like mm-hmm. I said, Sarah gave me this thing five years ago as a birthday present. But I mean, I've dropped the shit out of this thing and it's got some, a couple of little dents and whatnot, but it hasn't broken or anything. Like I said, I just replaced the lid once. But yeah, it got really popular as like a sponsored thing on TikTok. Mm. And so like a lot of TikTok creators were using it and Instagram as like a sponsor deal. And they started selling like lots of fun colors and blah, 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 blah. It's great. It's a really good water bottle. If you're looking for, looking for a new one, I highly recommend the coldest water. The coldest water. Yeah. They've got... Promo code Feeny. Yeah. They've got <laughs> fun colors and different sizes. It does sound like an ad, but like kind of not, not a great ad either. <laughs> no. We're just kind of rambling, rambling at this point and it. the garbage truck is probably in the background. So it's, it's good. There you go. I have thought about, they do sell like a 64 ounce jug wow. of this particular water bottle brand. Yeah. Of this like similar, I mean, it's just a much bigger version of mm-hmm. this thermos. Um, and I have in fact considered it before. I was like, that's so much to bring around. It like, is. It's so much to carry. Yeah. Like you can't put that in your backpack easy. I it's kind of like, heavy when it's full of water. It's so heavy when it's full. I mean, this one on its own, when it's full, like is heavy and like a fucking weapon swinging around. <laughs> that is true. That's one thing that I love about a heavy water bottle is it <laughs> can so cool. also be a weapon. When I first moved to Chicago, I like have this thing hanging off my bag or whatever and it's full of water. I'm like, am I going to fuck with me right now? <laughs> Destroy you with this water bottle. <laughs> yep. That's a good idea. Honestly. Yeah, that's why I always put a carabiner on my water bottle so I can swing it. Yeah. <laughs> that's... No, it's... Like, I I'm hope that's like, true. It's not why I do it. I do it so I can like clip it to Two like a sling bag or whatever. Oh, yeah. But anyway. Anyway. Um, we should probably just dive right let's in. Let's do it. Yes, you're right. You're we right. We talked a lot at the beginning of the last You're time. absolutely right. We should. Welcome to the Feeny Call. Welcome to the Feeny Call. We're this, recording this one back to back. We are, yes. So that's why we're... I'm getting married soon, so we're trying to stock Yay! up. <laughs> that's very true. This almost gets us through the rest of September. I'm going to be busy. Yay. Season... Sit. Today we're talking... I'm just going to... Today we're talking about... <laughs> I don't think I'm having a stroke. Okay, so that's Megan. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. That's that's Skylar. Yeah. I am having... A mental breakdown. Today we're talking about season six, episode six. Yep. Well, we just did episode five. I'm not that stupid. That's I can't fair. remember. <laughs> do you remember the title of the episode? No. Oh, I just said it. Hogs and kisses. Hogs and kisses. <laughs> Which I don't. I don't really. Doesn't get matter. It. No, I don't either. I get it that it is play on hugs and kisses, but like. Why is it hogs? Why is it hogs? We don't see little Corey in we this at all. We don't see little Corey. That's so that's what I'm led. To. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get why it's hogs and kisses. Maybe it's the hogs an allusion to the B plot and that they are mm, living like, dirty. like they're living like pigs, quote unquote. That sounds better than pigs and kisses for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I will give them that. Pigs and kisses. Pigs and kisses. That sounds pigs and kisses sounds like uh, a strange ice cream flavor you get at like, <laughs> like Jenny's. At, no, but not even at Jenny's. At like a very like a local ice cream shop in like a mm. tourist town yep. by the beach where it's like we're famous for our pigs and kisses. And you're like, what's in that? And it's like, well, it's full of Hershey kisses and... Bacon? 
are we about to create a new ice cream flavor? Hershey Kisses and bacon. But like we, you'd have to get like the right ice cream underneath it. You'd have yeah, to get a good Yeah, what flavor is the ice cream? I can't decide. Because I was going to say the pigs was going to come. It was going to be a strawberry thing. How does that work? And pink. Oh, like, okay, okay, okay. That checks out. That it was going to be like a strawberry ripple. Okay. Like a, like a ribbon of yes. strawberry layering with Hershey Kisses. What if you did like and... candy bacon? I am opposed to bacon and ice cream personally, but I guess some people are into that. So yeah, I think pigs and kisses as an ice cream flavor for like a weird uh, local beach shop kind of thing would be like, yeah, candied bacon plus Hershey kisses Mm -hmm. in like a... Maybe like a sweet cream. It needs to yeah, be like neutral, but barely, still have like a little bit of a yeah, like a like a it. sweet cream or like a. I mean, I guess you could do like milk chocolate. This is trademarked. No one take that. <laughs> <laughs> you could make it like milk chocolate because then it's like yeah. mud or whatever. I guess <gasps> that'd be good too yeah. if you almost made it like a. What is that? But called? the Hershey Kisses don't stand out. I guess they, I mean you get the texture. If it's milk chocolate ice cream with milk chocolate Hershey Kisses, you get the texture of the Hershey Kiss. That's true. Or maybe dark chocolate. So like a milk chocolate base dark mm-hmm. chocolate and then candy bacon dark chocolate hershey kisses yeah it's gonna be really hard it's gonna be cold and dark chocolate that's gonna be a tough bite yeah that's fair <laughs> tough bite <laughs> <laughs> that's the other ice cream flavor tough, tough bite. <laughs> bite it's full of just like really yep. when you freeze them things that get really hard, really, really hard. <laughs> candy that you cannot easily choose god yep see, easily chew through also having all right Pigs and kisses. That's our Pigs new ice cream flavor. I don't. I think that I think a sweet cream base is the way to go. Sweet yeah. cream base, milk chocolate Hershey kisses, candied bacon. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would order okay. it personally. That's fair. I want. I'd want to try it. It yeah. sounds like something Quinn would order. I know that like there are people out there that like do enjoy bacon and mm-hmm. ice cream. Like I know that's a thing that like people have done. Like I know Sonic yeah. even did like a whole yeah. bacon flavored ice cream thing special. And like I know yeah. that's that's not unheard of. It's not for me. I've tried it. It's unique, which I feel like would be perfect for, like, come see us for our pigs and kisses. Like, right. it's, it's, oh, it yeah, stands yeah. out. Oh, it could totally be there. It, yeah. And I and I think that it would probably be popular enough based on the novelty factor alone. All right. All right, you're on recap. Oh, trivia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, where are we? So, my trivia for, for today, I just want to talk about Brian Turk, who plays Isaac, a little bit because he is what he I guess he just has one of those faces that looks so familiar to me I racked my brain trying to figure out where I knew him from but looking at his IMDb page I don't think I've seen him in anything other than this he's got a pretty extensive he does career. and we have another Buffy crossover so for all of our Buffy fans out there yeah, he yeah. was in an episode called real me in the year 2000 he's he got a lot Mort. of a lot of like TV appearances a lot mm-hmm. of guest star guest you know and he actually just passed in 2019. Oh, mm-hmm. sad. Oh, probably only like 40 years old. Yeah, he was 49. Damn. Oh, yeah, I don't have internet in here. I can't tell you why he died. That's, That's okay. Okay. <laughs> it seems sad. Sad, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to recap. <laughs> so on that depressing mm. note. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that. That's where that was going to end. Okay. I didn't honestly either until I saw that his life ended at 2019. Like he had the brackets around yeah. it and it wasn't just a dash. It was like, nope, that's it. That's sad. All right. Poor guy. Anyway. 
So Corey and Topanga are shooting a commercial, and Corey sucks, and then Sean steps in, and the director's a weirdo, and he's like, you guys should kiss, and they kiss, and Corey's like, no! And then Corey gets all up in his, like, Corey mode about it, and he's like, they love each other, they have to go on a date, I'm sending them on a date, and then they're like, please leave us alone, and then they try to trick him because they think it'll be funny, and Corey gets all sad and depressed, and Angela's like, oh my god, get the fuck over it, and Angela kisses him, and he's like, oh, you're right, and then they all hang out on a bed. Meanwhile, Jack and Eric are being frou-frou as roommates, and Rachel's like, stop being so fancy, and they get in a big food fight. Yeah. Nice. That's pretty good. That was pretty. That good. That was a good one. Back oh to, no! Back to basics. Homeostasis has been been restored, <laughs> restored, which means that I'm gonna have bad recaps forever. <laughs> I thought season six was my season. Um, this is not the year of Penny. Uh, you. This is not the year of Penny. <laughs> so you went first. I'll go first. What did I learn? Yeah, I'm gonna ask myself. I'm learned. gonna ask myself. <laughs> Skylar, what did you learn? Oh, thanks for asking, Skylar. Uh, <laughs> today it's It's great it's a great day i learned okay so here's the lesson i think what i think is really important lesson and you know what this is something that um i once again found actually fairly relatable Mm -hmm. to this time in my life when i was like 18 19 years old that i have since come around on and that is that emotional connection and intimacy is tremendously more important than whatever physical intimacy a person engages with and that is to say that i can much more readily absolve physical intimate acts Mm -hmm. that are strictly physical Mm -hmm. than i can emotional ones Mm -hmm. and so yeah i think the big takeaway here is that the the emotional intimacy of a relationship is supreme i don't i hate to say more important because it's not really what i mean yeah uh but it's carries more weight yeah Yeah. i like that carries more weight maybe okay what the fuck (laughs) we're recording down here i was like i feel like i'm get a broom yeah exactly i'm like the annoying downstairs neighbor that's like shut up do you think that they're upstairs listening i was like shut up right that's probably true (laughs) So yes, int- uh, emotional intimacy carries more weight in a relationship than physical intimacy. Mm-hmm. And if you are confident and trust your partner and your emotional connection, mm-hmm. then uh, physical intimacy between friends should not in any way upset you. Or be a threat. Be a threat. You. That's more important. I feel like maybe, he yeah. just constantly feels threatened. And I'm yeah. like, you have to, there's a level of trust that you need with Topanga and with Sean because he's your best friend. Right. That you just clearly are missing, uh-huh. and I'm sorry that you're missing that yeah. because you're missing. Then that like level of concern in Corey is something that he would not have to feel. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have to put himself through that stress if he had any level it of is, trust. It is so stressful to carry that. As mm-hmm. someone who previously did mm-hmm. when I was younger, carry oh, such heavy weight of like physical intimacy. In that, you know, it was so reserved in that, like, you and I are partners, therefore we are the only two who will engage in physical intimacy together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I remember when I was 18, I was in a committed relationship. We were at a party. I briefly left that party to drive someone. I was sober. I drove someone who was not sober somewhere. And then I came back and my best friend at the time... And my girlfriend at the time were both there at the party. Mm-hmm. Best friend at the time is drunk. So his girlfriend at the time, they both are there. And he says to me when I get back, like, hey, 
I kissed your girlfriend while you were gone. And, like, laughs it off a little bit. And I was like, um, okay. And then I told him, I was, like, upset about it. I was really upset. Yeah. And told him, I was like, I'm going to hit you. Ooh. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? I told him I was going to hit it. <laughs> I mean, at least you gave him a warning, I, I guess. Like, he could have been like, no, and then I, walked away. I said to him, I was like, I'm going to punch you. I'm not going to punch you as hard as I can, but I'm going to punch you wow. decently hard. And he was like, okay, sounds fair. And then I, <laughs> so I punched him okay like in the it. arm or in yeah. the back or something. I don't remember exactly. I think I punched him harder than he thought I was going to. And so he got mad and threw a beer at me oh, and all of this because my drunk girlfriend and my drunk best friend thought it would be fun to kiss. And upon reflection now, I'm like, who the fuck cares? <laughs> How fucking stupid. Oh my God. You know, the first thing Sarah said about like when we get to see our friends again, when the pandemic's over, this yeah. was months ago. When we were still very locked up, not seeing anybody, she's like, I can't wait to just kiss all our friends on the mouth. Kiss <laughs> <laughs> right square on the mouth. Every time, I'm just going to kiss oh all God. of our friends on the mouth. And I was like, hell yeah, man. We're just going <laughs> to. Yeah. It's like, especially with theater kids, I feel like it's a big joke. Everyone is like, Everyone's I've always kissing everyone. everyone in this department. Yeah, I know. Either it's... in real life or in a scene. It's gross. Um, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Stop sharing all your germs, you disgusting theater kids. Um, theater kids. My, my point is, though, is that I. 100% fully trust and love Sarah mm-hmm. and know that what we have is unique and is an emotional mm-hmm. connection. And I'm not fearful mm-hmm. or apprehensive in any way about her sharing physical intimacy with her friends mm-hmm. either. You know, like I am not so insecure. And I think yes. that like, Again, Corey is insecure. So insecure. I think there is, like, again, a very American ideal here that, like, monogamy is so strict. And, like, I'm, I am not personally a polyamorous individual, Mm -hmm. but I think there is such a strict monogamy in that it, like, strips friendships of physical intimacy, too. European friends and and other... I mean, not just European, but, like, other cultures around the world have such more physically intimate friendships Mm -hmm. in that people are so much more comfortable in, like, tight embraces and, like, sharing a kiss with a friend and, like, all these Mm -hmm. kind of delightful, light physical intimacies between friends. Whereas Girls I'm, don't have this problem. Oh, it's... I would just like to Okay, say, well, like, hetero like boys... Say, it is an American deal. <laughs> you're right about that. But, like, also, I, I cuddle with my girlfriends. Like, yeah. it's not... It's no big deal. Right. But it is, like, a very... You're right about the, like, monogamy thing because I... In, like, past relationships, I remember I had a close friend. Uh, he's still a very close friend of mine. But he, my boyfriend at the time felt very threatened by him. And I was Mm -hmm. like, we've been friends for years and we don't even like cuddle or do anything like that. Like we kissed once in high school, gave it a try, didn't, wasn't for us. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, okay, we're going to just be friends because we enjoy each other's company. And he was so threatened by that, that even if we like hugged or something like that, he would be like, why did you feel like you had to hug him? It's like, we were saying goodbye. Like, Such what like is a, wrong with you? Such a possessive yes. hetero trait. Yes. Um, that I, that I am like going. We've all fall, fallen prey right. to. Right. Like I want to say that like I was in fact. Oh yeah. A, a possessive hetero. Yeah. <laughs> and, I have been too. Uh, and was definitively in that camp and have since come around to realize that like it is, it is not fair Mm-mm. to expect your partner to only get 
the intimate physical validation that they desire strictly from you yeah when they have close valuable friends and that like i mean they're not making out with everyone that they know but sure like, <laughs> well and if, if that's your bag cool go for it yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, but you know that's why you have communication and boundaries and relationship and you talk about that kind of stuff right well so i guess it's sarah and i getting married in three weeks or what, two yeah. weeks now and i fully expect that wedding weekend for both of us to hug and kiss Mm -hmm. all of our friends and family like crazy you know and have no strange qualms about that you know i remember one time i (laughs) this is actually really funny aaron our mutual friend yeah was moving yeah and we had a little like going away dinner Mm -hmm. and our aaron and i were hugging and Sarah goes, now kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, yeah, and I kiss goodbye. <laughs> and so like, I don't know, the That's two of so us, funny. the two of us like root for each other to kiss our friends. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and well, and I feel like especially with men, that's like so, so unheard of. And oh it's like my the God. Fear it's so of scary being, of being yeah, gay. The fear of being gay is so severe that it's just like, which I hate the little, like it's, it's, it feels slight. In this episode, oh, the, little, the, slight the little gay, gay panic. joke, yeah, the, yeah. yes, the, I, that's exactly right. The yeah, it's a little gay, gay panic, panic joke. I'm just like, calm down. Where he okay, says Fred, and Corey and then goes, Corey goes oh. mm. yeah, and his and eyes like, looks at the arm and look. Yeah, it's and you know what? He would be so lucky as I to have it. this hulking man I, of an emotional truly, beast out here. Clearly, he's like physically fit. He can probably he do can, it right. He can in protect bed. you. He's then, probably a great sexual partner. He's emotionally in tune. This man is a catch. You he would be so catch. lucky. Yeah. Maybe a little needy, but a little needy, <laughs> a little bit, a little aggressive. Yeah. Um. But like, then you can have communication, build that trust. Yeah. Yeah, he should be so lucky. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. But yes, I can. What I wouldn't have. Given I would say if instead of Angela throwing Corey on the bed at the end of the <laughs> yes! episode, if it were this it's man, Isaac. Isaac throws Corey oh. on the bed and gives him a big kiss on yes. the bed. I would love. Oh that. my god! That'd be amazing. This would have been the best episode ever. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I just love. I love the whole part with Isaac where he's just like where they're like crying together and they're like finding that like emotional I just wish they hadn't made it weird at the end but um (coughs) but I I I agree with you insofar as I think it is a very American thing to not get that physical not to not do the physical intimacy intimacy with friends but I think it's either a cross between like a man and a woman kind of situation Mm -hmm. or it's just men Mm -hmm. it's always men there's always men in the equation Women are fine cuddling and touching each other and being... That sounded really... Anyway. <laughs> it sounds really provocative. Ah! It sounds like you're really... Now at this point, it sounds like you're playing the male fantasies. Yeah. That's um, true. God, think... And that's frustrating too because then if, it, if women are emotional, or emotional... If women are physical with each other, then it's like we have this fear of being sexualized by men uh-huh. for me just hugging my best friend. Yeah. Men are the worst. <laughs> God, if we've learned anything from this episode, it's that men are the worst. Well, listen, for what it's worth, I think I, I think that in your experience of being, of having physical intimacy with your friends that are women, mm-hmm. I, I still think there is a healthy portion of American women that have fallen mm-hmm. into the uh, very heteromasked camp of mm-hmm. like that that sort of intimacy is reserved it's between reserved a man, a, man and a woman and a couple, mm-hmm. you know, like yes. you can't do that with your friends. Yeah. 
you know, like I think there's plenty of women in, in this country that would be adverse to the idea of cuddling mm-hmm. their friend who is a woman or giving their friend who is a woman a kiss on the mouth. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I, I think it's probably the boundary is, is less strictly defined. Because I'm what? A theater kid. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I do think that your experience is a specific one that is not as generalist as. Fair. Whereas Fair when point. you look at. Accountants? <laughs> Accountants. Uh, no, when you're as you look at, like, I was going to say, like, Italian culture. Yes. Yeah. You know, a greeting in Italian culture is like a kiss on the mouth and a big hug. You know, like that is just, that's like where we go. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It <laughs> so, does, uh, who cares? it doesn't matter. Men, women, etc. Yeah. Um, we put so much pressure on the physical aspect of a hetero, specifically a heterosexual relationship because of purity culture and because of yeah. all of these things that it, it morphed into something so much bigger than uh-huh. that and yeah you're absolutely right it's bullshit yeah. it's absolute bullshit yeah but i love the moment then when angela comes over and like gives Corey a hug and then they're laying and like cuddling in bed and then they come in and they like jump on yeah. and they're like all together and it's so fun yeah for what's worth i want to say i used to cuddle my roommates in college too uh, oh yeah with with paul and jay like we all we all cuddled <laughs> that's so sweet so. I love it. <laughs> again theater kids it's just different for theater kids but yeah like I totally used to be far more in this camp like yes. when I was 17 and 18 I was very much so like no homo and <laughs> no no touching other people we're together and like all this kind of shit and it's just so possessive and it it's so exhausting yes. and worthless. And it's all rooted in a young person's insecurity. Yeah. I feel like it's such an insecure it. thing. Uh-huh. I now, like if you trust and love insecure. Well, yeah, I mean if you but, just, like if you have security in your relationship and you trust your partner and you know that you share yeah. a very particular emotional connection, mm-hmm. then like it doesn't make I don't know, it doesn't no. it shouldn't scare you. Honestly, I know a lot of people who wouldn't even be okay with this. Like us having a podcast together. Yeah. As two straight individuals. Yeah. Well, he's a boy and she's a girl, and so they have to be together. That was. Um, do you have you ever watched the uh, Pitch Meetings series on YouTube? It's a Screen Rant you've, show. You've talked about it before. Okay, so I really enjoy Pitch Meetings. Um, this guy Ryan George does them. He writes them and performs them, where he plays like a screenwriter and a like producer. Mm-hmm. And Sarah and I saw Shang Chi mm-hmm. last night, actually. Um, which is really great. You should go see Shang-Chi. There was also a pitch meeting for Shang-Chi on YouTube that we watched after, uh, it just happened to time out that he had released it. And like yesterday when we saw the movie. Yeah. And in Shang-Chi, there's, uh, Aquafina's character and Simu Liu, I think is his name. The guy that plays Shang-Chi. They're like best friends, right? Mm-hmm. And so in this pitch meeting, he describes as like, and so we're going to have like a best friend character is this girl. And I think we're going to get Aquafina to play her. And the network producer character is like, oh, okay. So like they're going to get together because, uh, and, and the, and the screenwriter is like, yep. no, they're just going to be best friends. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but he's a boy and she's a girl. <laughs> it's, I... it's, really, it's good shit. And yeah. it's very much so like it's where so it's good. at. It's like, oh, well. You have one straight uh, boy and you have one, one straight, straight girl. girl. They must they be together. They are going to end up together by the end of this, which they don't really do by the end of the movie. No, and I'm worth. okay with that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. They're there still just of, besties. There are a lot of moments. I feel like in sitcoms, they make like jokes about it a lot. There was one moment in particular. Oh, I have like talked about Harry and Hermione's relationship 
from Harry Potter, of course. Until my face is blue. <laughs> no, the other no, famous. No, the other famous Harry Potter. Yeah. But like so many people, and I all I've kind of always been in the park of like I like Harry and Hermione potentially together in the books, but in the movies I like Hermione and Ron a lot more. However, a lot of people, especially in Seven Part One, where they're doing that little dancing scene, they're like they should be together. I'm like no, there's so much value in their friendship mm-hmm. and just their friendship. Yeah. Why can't that have value? Why mm-hmm. Why must we take it into the romantic field in order for it to have value? I love that scene mm-hmm. and it's because, it's just because there's so much value in their friendship. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in this as well, there, there, it's one of two things. We either don't value the relationship as a society, we don't value a relationship that's just a friendship enough. Mm-hmm. We always assume they're going to get together in the end or we have to see them try it and then they have to make it not work in order for us to be satisfied. Yeah, yeah. They have to find out. Like, we have to, mm-hmm. they have to tell the audience, that, like, these two just don't work. Mm-hmm. They can't just be like... It can't just exist. Yeah. It can't just... And it is different when one person is, like, interested in the other. It would make a difference if Sean were like, oh, yeah, I kind of liked that. Interesting. Hmm, I want to take out Topanga or something. It would be way different in that situation. But there's something so valuable about a friendship and like that intimacy that I feel, I feel is discounted Mm -hmm. because like Sean and Topanga, their friendship was great. They had a good friendship. She he was the first person that she told about her parents moving to Pittsburgh. They had a great friendship and they have a great friendship and Corey discounts it because he's like, Oh, clearly there must be some sexual tension here. Well, lest we forget that Sean asked Topanga to go see the movie yeah. in season three. Yes. Uh, where Brittany Murphy and, and oh. Corey go to the movie and it's all the setup, right? To get mm-hmm. them together. Um, and so, I don't know. In many ways, it's kind of like we already did it. That's also true. And that, we already went on a date. I mean, we know it was all a setup mm-hmm. so that Brittany Murphy and Sean could just get Corey and Topanga mm-hmm. together. This is also a setup to show Corey he's an idiot. Yeah. It's kind of the same. Everything about this is the same because we just went through this in the season before where he's like, you can't just kiss and have it not mean anything. Mm. Bitch, what did we just... It's true. What did we just... A, that was our whole big arc in season five was you can't, you can't just kiss somebody and it not mean anything. That was the whole thing. I swear to God. I was about to lose my shit when he said that. I was like, you know... That we just... Right. Do you hear yourself right now? Right, like you were pitching to Topanga that like so you kissed and it didn't mean anything. Yep. Yeah. How interesting. I, I didn't even like actually think about how abundantly similar... We've been through this before. Yeah. In my notes. Stupid. Yep, it's stupid. It uh-huh. is really stupid. Um, Angela makes her white history comment. Yes. Which you yeah, don't like. I didn't. I really... I think it was mostly just because... And maybe it was just a delivery thing. It didn't feel quite sarcastic enough to me. And I think maybe it was supposed to not feel sarcastic enough because then Corey was supposed to take it as a compliment, but he didn't comment on it. Mm -hmm. So then it just kind of floated away. because he's an idiot and he doesn't understand that she's saying... He's like, (laughs) we got a bigger fish to fry right now. Yeah. My relationship is more important than the history of white people in America. Went through this two weeks ago. Everything about Corey, he'll always prioritize himself and his needs. It's always everyone else in his life, which I don't understand how he and Topanga have gotten. Anyway. <clears throat> I I enjoy her her little snide remark because mm. I think it's a snide remark. I think it's 
I wish it were just a touch more sarcastic. I suppose. I think it's fine. I like it because I like that Corey doesn't realize it. And she's like, you stupid. <laughs> you are stupid. You stupid white boy. You don't even get it. We need to talk about how much we hate the director. Though. Oh, the director of this stupid campus commercial. It's disgusting. He's a creep. He's got a stupid ass little spyglass for no apparent reason. He's wearing like baggy, yes, he's horrible. Like, he's wearing like just, I don't know, like brown bags on yeah. his Pants he looks like a, a pirate. Shirt. Looks like a pirate or something. It's like a cartoon pirate. He's, dre- he's a fucking creep. Yeah, yeah, that's hot. That's yeah, he's hot. Like getting off. On Ew! I like, hate when he says it. More heat. Yeah, that's hot. Like what the fuck? No, dude. Do you know what you're directing? Because it's not this. I'm not even mad that like okay, so like it's 20 years ago, and the conversation about like an intimacy director is mm-hmm. like 20 years away from yes. this episode. Yeah. I don't even give a shit about that. I don't even give a shit where he's like, okay, now kiss. You know, like, I actually don't care about that either. Nope. It's when he gets up and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's good. He's like, pulls out his stupid fucking spyglass. Like, he's watching him. Yeah, <laughs> get a little more tongue. You know, like, what? it's disgusting yeah, when he starts does. getting into it that way. Yeah. Like, it's really weird. Like, I, if he, if it had been, okay, yeah, no kiss. All right, Perfect, cut, wrap, yeah. nailed it. You know, like that would have been, he I don't give a shit. It's when he it. gets up and he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to be thinking about this later. <laughs> it's fucking gross. Nope. Also, if they voted that Corey and Topanga were like the cutest freshman couple or whatever, I feel like they're going to notice when it's not Corey. So why didn't they just get an entirely new couple? Well, it's, just, it's not about, it over. it's not about the freshmen though. It's a recruiting video. So it doesn't matter. It's being shown to recruit. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. So that's fair. They're not going to know the difference, yeah. but then they're going to come to school at Pembroke and they're going to see her walking around with Corey and they're going to be like, <laughs> yeah, they sure. lied. They're liars. They lied to me. I am. I am not convinced. Like, well, here's the thing. I understand that they were, it was like a voting thing and whatever, but I am, I'm, I see in my mind's eye, these like theater kids over here, like, Mm, interesting. We could have done that. Yeah. We're actually trained. Yeah. There's a bunch of, there's, there's a bunch, bunch of theater. theater there's a bunch of theater kids. There's a bunch of like media and entertainment yes. majors that are all pissed so off that they were not recruited to be involved in this, in this production. Yep. So um, mad. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I don't, it, it just, it takes me back. Um, I think that's pretty much all of my notes. I love that Topanga is like now, now we're getting to a point where court or Topanga's kind of, she should be a little harsher with him, but she's over his shit. Why does everything have to affect us yep. for the rest of our lives? The rest of our lives. Love it. So now, now at least she's kind of getting into the field of over his shit. Yeah. But it could be more. I actually really enjoy the B plot in this. I think it's fun. It's, they're not like, like I said in the last episode, which I don't know how much of that I'll keep, but they're not obsessing over her so much. They're not like throwing themselves at her. They still are changing their behavior, which we've seen so many fucking times. Changing their behavior yeah. to cater to her. Yeah. But it's not like to cater to her to get her to fall in love with them. It's mostly to cater to her so that she doesn't see how sloppy they actually are. I'm already I'm already tired of of it when you when you watch these first six episodes in such succession here Mm -hmm. uh, and and every analyze it all the b-plots are the same it is it's 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 every episode has just been Eric and Jack change for Rachel and Rachel tells them to stop changing Mm -hmm. and we do it every time (laughs) yeah we've done it every single time I'm tired of it already but I do like the food fight at the end of this one it's just it looks fun to film 
Yeah, I mean, that was just one good take, you know? Like, they were just like, all right, we're only going to get to do this once, yep, so, so do it right, please. go in hard. I found it very interesting, the close-up, though, of Eric's face uh-huh. when she's doing the meatball. Yeah. I was like, why are you so close? Yeah. That was kind of weird. I just didn't understand it. I, I mean, it's... maybe they really wanted to, like, capture the look on his face uh-huh. as opposed to just the action of her doing the meatball, but it was just a very... I was like, interesting. You know what I thought was funny? What? The splat sound that was clearly added in post for the pie <laughs> for the pie it is a cartoon it is a cartoon splat like yes, it's it is really a full-on <clears throat> like yeah. it is the foley artist was like yes, yeah there is no no way that that sound actually came yep. from that it sounds like a fucking looney tunes cartoon it does. <laughs> it's lovely <laughs> the little the little uh the last little scene that we get where it's like a hundred years later and it's the skeletons. the skeletons it's good it's all that's and i think this one for the most this one feels the most inconsequential to me i feel like now that we're hopefully phasing out of this constant like they're changing for rachel again this one feels the most fun to me uh-huh. as opposed to all the others where i'm just like oh, give me a break at least this one is starting to get to a place where I'm like, okay, I've been annoyed with this for the past couple of episodes. Now, at least we get something fun out of it. I'd be so pissed off about my kitchen. <laughs> I'm not surprised by that I would that be so mad. <laughs> I, I can't decide. I feel like I used to be like, oh, I would love to get in a food fight and blah, blah, blah. But now I'm like, I have to leave. Yeah. Who has to, who, and my, that was always my mom's thing. Whenever we'd watch a TV show with a food fight, she'd go, poor person has to come in and clean all of that up. Yeah, for sure. What a miserable time. Yep. I, I'm mad enough as it is if, if like, <laughs> shit, living with a roommate and they like cook mm-hmm. on the, some sauce on the stove and it bubbles over and you're like, there's like some, you know, burnt sauce left on the stove. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Scrub that. We know Skylar is very particular. I'm very particular kitchen. about my kitchen. Mm-hmm. I clean it. I clean it probably twice a week. It's fair. I mean, <laughs> twice a week. That's like a that's like a, a intensive clean, like twice mm-hmm. a week. I, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's like an intensive clean once a week. I clean up every time I cook. Yeah, right? I was gonna say it's general like. Upkeep, yes, I upkeep then... every every time I'm cooking anything. Like I wipe down a counter and mm-hmm. a stove and oh, yeah. clean all my pots and pans thoroughly every time I cook. But then like probably once a week I'll like pull all the burners and mm-hmm. you know pull everything. Like I go in on it. Yeah, anyway. That's good. That's very good. Yeah. Like well, who's your MVP? Like a clean kitchen. Um, who is my MVP? Angela. Yeah. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Angela brings it home. She. She does. She does. She's the one who speaks the lesson into existence for Corey to understand it. Yeah. Because he's an idiot. Yep. For he so is many so dumb. Reasons. So dumb. Just so so dumb. So so dumb. Um. Yeah. I think there's there's not even I mean everyone knows so it's not even like a and this is why and no no it's, I mean Angela it's, and he have that big scene in the bedroom where she mm-hmm. throws him on the bed that, that might have been too far you know might you need to push him on the bed I love the fact though that really? he says something well oh, it's I the dream love, yes yeah. well I love the fact that they rewind and she's like you've never thought of me like that and he's like no and she's like seriously and he's like well there was this dream once mm-hmm. like I like the fact that he is honest with her yeah. about that because then she can... People have sex dreams about their friends. That happens. I used to have sex dreams about my boss when I worked at Starbucks. Interesting. Yeah. And I looked it up once because I was like, what's up with this? <laughs> what does this mean? <laughs> like, what's up with that? And apparently it's 
it's like a form of respect. Like if you have a sex dream about someone in authority, oh. it's like you really respect them as a as a leader. Can I can I tell you uh, my opinion on dream psychology? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's bullshit. That's fair. Uh, but at the same time, I'm fascinated by it. Yes. So it's one of those things where I'm like, it's situation. It's it changes from situation to situation i never actually take any of that to heart yeah but it's interesting to read on i do think yeah like it's fun mm-hmm. i i put astrology. i was gonna say i put dream psychology with astrology mm-hmm. and that i don't believe it but i think it's fun mm-hmm. i but i also don't like i know less about astrology than i know about dream psychology mm-hmm. i think i i approach dream psychology maybe the way some people approach astrology no, that's not true. There's people that are way more into astrology than I'm yes. into in psychology. There are people who are like head over heels. I hold them both in my same in the same camp, and that I, I think I it's kind of fun, and I also think it's bullshit. I think I'm only. I mean, I think with astrology, like if you say enough broad, self-defining things about anyone, then like they're gonna find a way to rationalize that being about them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. That's well, and that's what I don't like about like specific like astrology memes or like apps or something like that. Like it's mm-hmm. fun to like watch, like look at it and be like, Oh yeah, it's me. But it's also like, it could be anybody. Yeah. It could all be anybody. <laughs> it could all be anybody. Yeah. I would agree with you. But if you're like big in the dream psychology or astrology, like good for you. If it makes you happy. Awesome. Great. Amazing. I'm not here to yuck your yum. Yeah. If you enjoy it, I'm glad you enjoy it. You know, it's like if you Absolutely. enjoy and get something valuable out of attending a prosperity based Christian church good for mm. good for you I guess as long as you're not hurting other people maybe well I don't know I don't know you have to, <laughs> to recognize something that Christians are really bad at is recognizing that the church has been used to oppress people for like thousands of years yeah but if you happen to attend one church that is that's fair that's fair if you're in a very specific situation whoever but you also be. have to again recognize that Christianity as a whole has yeah, been used yeah, yeah, yeah. to oppress right. has been a system Christians are really bad. You know what I don't think has been used as an oppressive system? Astrology. Astrology. Yeah. <laughs> Except when CoStar is like, yeah, you suck today. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, ow. Uh, CoStar, what the hell? <laughs> you hurt my feelings. CoStar sometimes is out to hurt my feelings, I will say. Oh my God. But it's all in good fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in good fun. <laughs> oh, anyway. Walk it off. All right. Wrap it up. You can find us on the things. <laughs> We're on Instagram at the Phoenix Call Podcast. We are on Facebook and Twitter at Phoenicall. You can send us an email, Podcast at Gmail, or leave us a voicemail. The link for that is in the description of this episode. It's also in our Instagram bio. So if you want to be on the show, it's easy. Drop us a line. Yeah, Yeah. just let us know. Right. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. We appreciate you. And uh, as always, class dismissed.